0: Hey there, sweet sister. Welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. I'm so glad you're here. So, for those of you who have been following for a little while, I certainly hope that you are already a member of our Facebook group. It's a private group called Free and Favored. And if you are new to the podcast, then I want you to go ahead and pause what you're doing right now and hop on over there. We have lots of fun up in there. We've got Transformation Tuesday posts. I do challenges in there, there are sometimes giveaways holla at your girl and lots of fun things that happen there so pause what you're doing right now and then come back and hit play grab your notebook and get ready for some fun hey sweet sister welcome to the shine with franny show i'm franny and i'm on a mission to help you become stronger healthier and more confident using god's word so you can live fully freely and fearlessly I'm committed to bringing you edutaining stories, which is my way of saying I'm gonna make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to Kung Fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, he is not the boss of you. So let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. Hey, sweet sister friend, welcome back to the Shine With Franny show. I am so glad you are here today because we are landing the plane, episode number five of our goal setting series and dialing in to what is the final component of not only creating a goal, but actually accomplishing your goal to have the fortitude and steadfastness and the discipline to actually see it through until the very end. All right, so in 2007, it was July, and I was at a venue for a wedding that I was helping to plan, and I was facilitating, you know, kind of the day of events. So we were walking through, finding out what the electric outlets were and the light switches and, you know, where the buffet line was going to be and all the details. And I got a call from my brother on my red flip phone. If y'all remember flip phones, you're my people, okay? Although they're coming back. They're making a comeback here just like LL Cool J. And so I got a call from my brother and he said, hey, look, grandma's in her final hours and you're going to need to come home. And so I literally left, you know, peace out. I'm out here, people. And nearly got about five tickets on my hour and a half drive <laughs> um, from Ohio, from Cleveland to Pennsylvania, where my hometown is. So, I went to the hospital and we were all there by her bedside, and it, it was very, very beautiful. I know that not all, you know, passing over is all beautiful, but my grandma was a very devout Christian woman. And uh, to kind of have her explaining what she saw and who was there, I mean, there was not a dry eye, not even the nurse's station. I mean, everybody was just bawling, and she was such a lovely woman. So, upon that, you know, I called my friends on, you know, everybody knew my grandmother. She's, you know, just a pillar of our family. And so all my friends knew her very well. And, uh, within minutes, you guys, like within minutes, I had friends who were there and literally, you know, here's a veggie platter. I brought some cutlery. I brought some napkins. I brought some soda. I brought bottles of water. You know, I had friends who brought fruit trays and and casseroles. I was like, how did y'all make like this casserole in 22 minutes? (laughs) But I had friends who just showed up and it was such a beautiful sentiment and just reminder of how we need community and how community rallies. Like there was no direction. I did not say to anyone, Hey, can you pick this up? Hey, can you grab this? It was just like the unspoken needs were met and everybody just went like into casserole, (laughs) into casserole, you know, force. And it was just amazing. And so, you know, they were just there. I had a friend who brought over a notebook. She's like, let's start recording everything that people are bringing. And it was just amazing. You know, I was in my thirties. So, you know, it was not like we were 15 or 16 years old. And so it was just such a beautiful reminder though, of how God has designed us to need others and just really how God has designed us to to meet each other's needs without ever having to say anything. Well, y'all, that is the final component of the key, you know, to not only creating your goal, but to then fulfilling your goal and achieving your goal is the power of community. We are not meant to do life alone. You know, we hear it all throughout scripture. We know that even in the very beginning of Genesis, you know, that God says it was not good for man to be alone. And that is the reason why he created Eve. And so I love just the reminders from the very beginning until the very end, you know, when Jesus, of course, when he went to the cross, who was around him, when he, when they went to the grave, there were women that were there. There were people that were there coming to tend to him and take care of him. And so we know from literally garden to garden, you know, that people are a part of our experience here on earth. And so when we think about Jesus, we think about, you know, at any given time, he had about 500 followers who were really traveling with him. And then we know, of course, he had his 12, and then we know he had his three. And according to John, he was his favorite, right? <laughs> but I always love hearing about, you know, the three th- that were in his inner circle, you know, that they needed a little bit of extra supervision. Because guess what? <laughs> they were the ones who were going to mouth off, they were the ones who sometimes were a little bit more lively. If you will, they were kind of the kids who needed the safety scissors. (laughs) So it's a reminder to us also in Hebrews 12, you know, where Paul says, like, we have a large crowd of witnesses. You know, we have other people who are surrounding ourselves, just like the 500. We might have that many people in our lives, but we really know that it's most important to have that inner circle of people who are helping to guide you on your way. So I've identified what I think are kind of five attributes of what you should be looking for in your inner circle of people, you know, are your trusted tribe, if you will. And what are the attributes that they should have in common? Many of us have, again, that 500, and I'm not talking about just your Facebook followers, and I'm not literally talking about 500 people. I don't want you to start counting. But many of us have people in our workplaces. Many of us have people in our churches, you know, our kids' friends, um, you know, just our own, you know, immediate family. And then, of course, the extended family. So we have a lot of people, but really in your inner circle These are the attributes that I would consider, and as I've gotten older, that I've honed in and zoned in on of the key elements to helping me, you know, through life, whether it be a business adventure, whether it just be literally daily, you know, wise counsel. So the first one is they are a God guide. This is the friend who literally shows up and says, just like it says in Hebrews twelve two. so I know I referenced twelve one, but you know, look to Jesus. He is the founder. He's the author and the perfecter of our faith. Keep your eyes set on him. They are the friends who are saying, well, what does the word say? Or what have you, have you talked to the Holy spirit about this before? You know, let's go to prayer. You know, let's go to God in prayer. They are the people who are constantly guiding you to God. They are leading you in the way that is the holy way. They are leading you in a way that is not of their own will, not of their own power or might, but what God is saying. And we know how important God's word is. You know, remember when Jesus was being tempted by Satan, he constantly reminded him of the word because we know that the word of God is way more powerful than the lies of Satan. So when you're looking for that inner circle and your tribe to help you get to your goal, then you need to really go ahead and say, okay, Lord, like show me and, you know, position people in my path. that are going to help me remind you, remind me, pardon me of what you say. They're going to guide me towards you, not away from you. Okay. Don't be hanging out at the clubs and the bars. All right. All right. All right. So the first one is that they're going to be a God guide. The second one is that they are going to be a truth teller. All right. Now, we know that the truth will set you free, right? That you will have freedom in that. But we know that oftentimes hearing the truth, it could be a little bit painful. Okay. We sometimes we fear what people say. We don't want to hear it because it hurts. But oftentimes in that hurt is where the truth is, where you're like, the reason why that does hurt is because mm, there's some truth to that. And we know that of course it tells us in Proverbs 27:17 that iron sharpens iron. But y'all just remember that when iron is being sharpened by iron, there are sparks flying. It's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows and unicorns, you guys. Sometimes you have to have those hard conversations with your dear sister friends and it might get a little sparky, okay? (laughs) So just remind yourself that you are coming to them in love, right? You have to take that to the Lord and say, okay, Lord, I I feel like I see this and I want to share this with them, but I want it to be done out of love. I want to share truth with mercy. That's also another proverb. All right, so we've got that they're a God guide, guiding you to the Lord. They're a truth teller. They're going to tell you some things that you don't want to, don't want to hear. Oftentimes, they're going to reflect your blind spots and tell you, like, "Hey, here's what I'm seeing going on here." The third thing is that they are a hope dealer, y'all. I love the Book of Hebrews is just reminding us so much because in Hebrews 10:25. Let us encourage one another all the more they are encouraging you. They are cheering you on. They're believing for God's best for you. They're trusting that his plans are good for you. And they're reminding you of this. They are not letting you just go out by, you know, go out on your own. They are saying, Hey, you know what? Like I trust and I believe that God is at work. I trust and believe. I know that God is doing what he said he was, he would do. I trust and believe that God is faithful. And then they're just standing upon his promises. We know where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am among them. We know that we have to have people who are constantly looking to Jesus, reminding us who we are in Christ, telling us the truth, and then of course, helping us have hope. Because it's going to get hard. You're going to want to throw in the towel. You're going to want to jump ship. But in Acts, think about when Paul was on the ship and he was going, I think he was going to Patmos. He wasn't on like some luxury yacht, you know, he was there. And guess what? From the very beginning, he got on that ship. They started (laughs) having major adversity. So they're going to be the friend who is going to come alongside of you. And they're going to say, Hey, look, I have hope. I'm believing that God's best is for you. I'm believing that better days are ahead. I'm believing and expecting that something good is going to happen. You have to have those friends who are cheering you on. And guess what? You get to be that person to them too. All right. The fourth characteristic is that someone is going to be a birth coach (laughs) that they see the baby that's waiting to be birthed inside of you. And they're cheering you on and they're helping you deliver what God's plans and his promises are for you when that pain. And when you're wanting to not push and you're wanting to just go ahead and say, forget it, just get it out of me. I don't care how they're going to say, you've got this. They're going to be that person who's there coaching and guiding you, helping you breathe, When there are moments when you feel like you can't take a breath, they're going to be there right alongside of you. Now, if you notice y'all, this is building because the foundation is they have to be a God guide. That is the very first and foremost, you know, uh, quality and characteristic Then they're going to be willing to tell you the truth. I have a lot of friends, but not all my friends are willing to tell me the truth. And then a lot of my friends, they're really good at telling the truth, but they're also not good at helping me have hope. So this is all sequential here. You guys Now, you might have different friends for different seasons and different reasons, and that's good too, but I'm talking about your inner circle. And it's not to say that it can't change, but that birthing coach, you are ready to do something new and God wants to do something new in you. You have to have people who also see that that seed that's been planted is actually going to come to fruition. I have people in my inner circle who maybe they don't get what I see, you know, you have to be careful who you tell your dreams to as well. Sometimes they're in your own family. I know that's the case with me. Okay. But you really want to have those people who are those faithful sisters, who they know it, they believe it, they see it. And they're also expecting it for you, that they're going to coach you along, they're going to be guiding you, helping you see it through. And the final thing, you guys, I feel like this is hugely important in your inner circle, your trusted tribe. You have to have someone who is a joy generator and it might be you, I don't know, but you have to have someone who is going to help you, you know, learn to laugh at yourself and not take yourself. So gosh, turn seriously or life too seriously and recognize like, you know what? Everybody else is kind of messing up too. It's okay. And you know, laughing at yourself being like, oh my gosh, you're never going to believe what I did. Like the other day when I went to request money from someone on Venmo and I actually paid them, (laughs) literally it was a client I had done a project for and I paid her money. I was like, well, Lord, that's a different way of working in your economy. I just trust and bless that you're going (laughs) to multiply that. But it was a stupid move on my part, but I was able to laugh at myself Before I've been like, oh my gosh, they're going to see me as so unprofessional. I can't believe this. And I just sent her a text and I was like, well, I did, you know, pulled a Franny. Here's what I did. You know, so can you just pay me when you pay me the invoice? So, but I was able to laugh at myself. You have to have those friends who are able just to say, let's lighten up. Let's go get a manicure. Let's go to a trampoline park. Let's go do something fun. Don't make it always so serious. Don't make it always about like doing churchy things together. Those are great. And you need those people too. But you have to have people who are going to laugh with you and put a colander on their head and, you know, just do a funny reel. That, one com- that one's coming up. If you're an Instagram follower of mine, just wait for that. All right. And we're reminded, too, that's also a Hebrews 10, you know, that let us help one another and show love and do good. God wants us to rally with one another and help one another out to be that encourager to help us find joy in the journey. Because in John 10, 10, it says, look, I came so that you may have life and have it to the full and a full life. Of course, a key component of that is joy. Another one is it sister? And that is peace. That is what we are called to have on the side of heaven and how much more we will have that in eternity. So sister friend, I pray that you have friends that are this to you that are these, you know, kind of examples to you and that you are all also this to other people, how good it is to have those friends, just like it tells us in Ecclesiastes, you know, the cord of three strands is not easily broken. And so we remind ourselves that that is us together here on earth, you know, our earthly friends, as well as in the third strand of that cord is always God. I pray that this blesses you. If so, sweet sister friend, I pray that always my words bring you life and health, just like it reminds us in Proverbs 15, that these words are a blessing to you and that you are reminded that you are loved and that this helps you on your journey, not only to just accomplishing goals, we need community for everything, not just to go ahead and check it off of our list or say, I did a resolution this year. We need community for everything. So this is hopefully a practical application for something in your life and maybe even your kids' lives too. Ask them to look at these qualities and characteristics in their own friends. Are they a God guide? Are they a truth teller? Are they a hope dealer? Are they that birthing coach? That might be a little far-fetched for a little one to understand. And then are they a joy generator? Do they help you have fun? You know, if they're constantly causing you grief and strife and you're constantly stressing, guess what? They're not joy generators. They're energy vampires. You got to have more of the joy joy generators. Try to say that 10 times, even five. All right, sister friend, I am so glad that we are part of this se- We're wrapping up the series. We've got some exciting things in store, including I'm going to be having some guests on coming up here. So uh, just stay tuned for that. My friend Sarah is going to be coming on and we're going to talk about uh, the next couple of episodes are all about the year ahead, what this is in the Hebrew calendar and what the number 22 signifies. So stay tuned for those next few episodes coming up. They're coming in hot. All right. Until we meet ne- next time, sweet sister, keep on shining.